Hey guys, welcome back to Peace Pop. This is our first podcast all on our own with our own segments and our own. Blah. I'm so excited. I'm Bergen. And I'm Alex. And we're going to start off with our Bachelor recap. So let's get straight into it. We're in week four. Um, Demi and Courtney drama. Cool. That was the big drama of the week. I know. Like, Demi. So basically, Demi goes and is trying to help Courtney. Like, I think Demi was genuinely trying to, like, give Courtney advice. Yeah, so she's trying to give her advice, being like, hey, you need to be, like, proactive, especially in, like, cocktail parties and that situation. You need to be, like, proactive and go ask for time. Because Courtney was just sitting there complaining how she wasn't getting any time with Colton and how she wasn't going to get any time with Colton, but she wasn't doing anything about it. She wasn't going and getting time with him. And that group date had 13 women on it. Like, you have to go and be active. So, like, Demi said that, and then I guess she got up and went to Colton and just thanked him for the discussion that they had because Demi had revealed that her mom just got out of federal prison. And he took it well. And he took it well. Colton's, like, really good at taking, like, hard things. He's he's a really good listener. Um, And then she goes on and says that... um, yeah, so that whole drama, whatever, and then the night ends, and she doesn't get any time. Because and Courtney gets mad that Demi had double time. And double time, and, like, she took that straight to heart and thought that Demi was out to get her when Demi was really just doing was. Demi. Yeah, I don't think she was going I'm, out I'm, to get her. I'm liking Demi more and more of these weeks go on because she's just proving to be that she's just doing her thing and she's yeah. getting time when she wants to get time, and... I don't want her to end up with Colton, but I think she, I don't think she, I don't like, think, I she's, think she's a good contender, but I don't think, I don't want her to end up with I don't her. think she's going to end up with Colton, but I don't think she's being malicious. No, I don't Like, either. Courtney is thinking that she's being, yeah. I think Courtney's just reading too much into the, the situation. And then, at the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. Demi was like, Courtney's the cancer of the house, which I think are very extreme very words. Very strong words. And I and think was blown is, out of proportion. Why would you, like... And, I mean, we talked about this last week with yeah. um, Kaylin and Hannah um, B. But, like, why would you go in – you have such a small amount of time yeah. with Colton. Why would you go and talk about someone else? And that's, like, like – even if it is true, even if she is causing issues, don't go and talk about someone else. That's bachelor suicide. Yes, that's like, not it a is a bachelor golden rule, like, cardinal rule, that you do not use your limited time with bachelor, bachelorette, or whatever to talk about another yeah. contestant. I mean, you're just doing yourself. And it, that just basically means that your time on the show is limited. Well, but, and that you're paying more attention to someone else than you are to Colton. And this is the one time – in Bachelor history, that it's that worked. It worked. Yeah. And Courtney got sent home. So I was like, well, Demi. Because of what Demi said. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Alrighty then. Yeah. So next thing was Kaylin and Hannah B drama. They yes, made up. They did make up, which I was surprised. I, honestly, I, was, I knew eventually Kaylin was going to be like, hey, let's make up. But yeah. I didn't think Hannah was going to take it well. I thought Hannah was going to be like, I'm not making up with you. Yeah. So I'm surprised she took it as well as she I did. I don't know. I kind of like Hannah B too. <laughs> I like her, like, I think she, I liked her from the very beginning. I think the but then whole the situation. Whole, the whole same thing where she said something to Colton. I'm like, yeah. just leave it. Like, I think yes, you guys were friends and you guys aren't anymore. Just leave it. And like, it's just, like, all, issues. like, he said, she said, there was no, like, actual, like, concrete, like, this is what happened between the two of us. So I was like, this is all just yeah. stupid. Like, well, we I'm just over it. Before, I'm curious if they're, act, like, for Miss USA, if, if they have videos of it, of stuff going on. I don't know, but, um... Yeah, it was just like he said, she said, over it, they got moved on, and they're just going to go in their relationship separately, and Colton mm-hmm. is just saying, I know you two don't like each other, I don't really care, just don't let it interfere with what our relationship 
Yeah. And let it be independent. Yeah, and then the next big thing that happened was Kaylin opened up to. Well, Kaylin got a one on one. Yes. And then Which at, the one on one was awesome. She oh yeah, she got shopping. shopping spree. What the heck? Oh, she was spoiled That's to the, the That was probably my favorite. I really liked the one-on-one with Elise, but I think this one was my favorite just because she got all these free stuff. Like, <laughs> in Singapore, like, I mean, you can't get much better than that. Yeah, and then, so she comes back to the apartment, hotel room, whatever they're in, uh, where they're staying in Singapore, and um all the girls are obviously jealous of all the stuff she yeah, just got and like got how colton shopping. spoiled her because like that's all that's technically like all their boyfriend did something for another woman yeah. and then she gets ready goes to dinner and at dinner with him she opens up about being sexually abused in college and it was some heavy stuff yeah it i'm was not gonna lie definitely, i and mean like, i already knew a lot, some of it just because I had watched a compilation yeah. on YouTube of her competing in Miss USA, and she opened up about that on the well, Miss USA I saw, stage. I saw it on her Instagram, so mm-hmm. I knew yeah. what, it was, what it was going to be so, about. So, like, we all kind of knew what it was going to be about, which I think was good, so I could mentally prepare for that heavy weight conversation. Because I, I think that's the heaviest conversation yeah. we've ever had on Bachelor. I mean, I think ever. it was a necessary conversation, but we were talking about this before, is I feel like, like we were saying, it, it might have been better to be later on. Yeah. But, it I mean, it was definitely a conversation she needed to have. I think it was a conversation two of them needed to have. And it was definitely some heavy stuff. And then Colton also opened up mm-hmm. about why he's a virgin. Yeah. And he was saying that with his ex, who we know is Allie Raisman, that he had been with someone who was a victim and survivor of Absolutely. sexual assault. And it was Allie Raisman with the whole Larry Nassar scandal. Which he didn't say that, but obviously... He didn't say that, but that's who we know he was pointing towards. Um, But I just feel like... For me, I feel like that conversation needed to happen later. Mm -hmm. And he said that because he was a virgin, that because she had trouble with the intimacy part of it because of that scar. Yeah. That that left. Which makes sense. Which makes perfect sense. And like... You kind of realize why, and that that he said that that was his. It makes more sense. And he says that that was his first love, and that he wanted to have like have sex with the person that he loved first, and all that kind of stuff. And but at the same time, I feel like that conversation kind of put Allie Raisman on blast. Yeah. And it kind of just like, cause Allie didn't sign up to be on national television. Nope. Out like, she didn't, and she kind of got exposed on. This week, and I just feel one. Obviously, everyone's gonna know what it. Obviously, everyone knows. It was a big deal when it happened. Yeah, and it wasn't hard to figure out. Yeah, no. And I just I feel for Allie, and I really feel for Kaylin for opening up because that's hard because she did sign up to be on the show and she did do that on national television. Open up about that, and that's crazy. That's a lot to open up. That's like that's so strong. That's a lot of vulnerability and one of the, putting out in the world. And one of the things that she said about it, she's like, every time, the more and more I talk about it, the... Easier it gets. The pieces, she said that the pieces that I lost, I start yes, to be able to take back. Yeah. And I was like, that's really powerful, and I'm really happy that she's in this place where she can talk about it, mm-hmm. and that she is moving past it, but she's also an advocate. Yeah. And using no, her totally. platform. But I just, it still makes me uneasy about... Uh, Allie getting yeah, exposed because she is a victim. Well, and maybe, like, I have you seen anything of her saying anything about it? Cause I, I haven't, haven't seen anything. Because maybe, maybe, like, who, who knows what happened behind the scenes. Maybe he talked to her about it before. Yeah. Because they're still friends. I know that. Yeah. So maybe he said something like, hey, 
Just FYI. Just FYI, yeah. if this comes up, like, before they even started the show, if this comes up, yeah. be prepared that yeah. I will say something if I need to yeah. about it. So maybe she, and, like, I mean, it was a big deal, so obviously people in the world know about it, so maybe it's been a long enough time where maybe she's, like, if you need to, you can. And, she, and Allie's a big advocate yes. for she, yeah, changing policies, like, calling out... Uh, Michigan State and yeah. the U.S. Olympic Committee and like yeah, she's all, that. Huge she's, all of that. She's like such a huge advocate, especially for gymnasts because the gymnastics elite world is it's so crazy. is like crazy. so intense and like it happens a lot. It's so structured and that things fall through the cracks yep. and stuff like that shouldn't. And she's just being an advocate yeah. for that and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she is more comfortable yeah. talking about it, but I think... I still think it was something... I'm, it still just I'm makes curious. me uneasy about it. I mean, it. since we haven't seen anything, and maybe we'll yeah. in the next couple of days, I feel yeah. like since we haven't seen anything yet, that maybe it was something that they talked about that if it came up, especially since, like, obviously, it's one of some, it was going to come up. It was going to come up. Then maybe he talked to her about it, and maybe it was okay. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I just would have... It makes me feel better thinking that maybe he did talk yeah. to her about it. Because I feel like these are the conversations that kind of happen in the fantasy suites. Yes. Because... When you're watching Bachelor and you see, like, these relationships progress and then they come out of these fantasy suites and then they say, oh, we talked about so much stuff and, like, I have so, like, a much more, like, sense of who he is and now I'm ready to get married or, like, engaged and stuff. And it's because they have these deep conversations in those fantasy suites and these are the conversations that we don't see. And I think it's, I think it's cool that we shed some light on what happens in the fantasy suites Mm -hmm. and like these are the kind of conversations that they have and that happens there but it just happened week four. Like that's just what blew my mind. Maybe she didn't think she was going to have time to talk about or the courage to talk about it later. Or she just found that, she Thought that that was the time. And I was like, you know, good for you, girl. She felt comfortable in the time and was like, I can do it now. Yeah. And, like, as the weeks progress, my, like, love for Colton, I love him now. I do, too. Like, honestly. I wasn't positive about him at the beginning. When he was chosen as Bachelor, I'm not going to lie, I was a little PO'd because I feel like there were better options. Yeah. And I feel like they were just choosing him for his virgin status. Yeah. And I totally agree. I was, like, looking at Jason or Blake or... Any of, like, any of the other guys from I last season of Bachelorette. And I just, there were so many people I put above him mm-hmm. that I was just like, eh, I don't really like him as Bachelor. And then all the promos started coming about. about like, whoa, what does he have to lose? I definitely like him now. He's getting at his, shown. like, yeah, getting at his virgin stuff. And then as, like, the weeks go on and he's fed up with all the virgin talk. And then he's just, like, progressing and just, like, killing it yeah, as Bachelor. He's such a good listener. He's, like, so heartfelt, and he's not he dealing... He's fun. Like, it's just... And he's not dealing with the drama. Like, he no, doesn't do he doesn't the drama. allow it. No. Which I think is awesome. So, yeah, so that's yeah, our recap like of week four on Bachelor. Um, I think the next thing that we want to go into is something that's happening now in pop culture. Hmm. Um, Ariana Grande got a tattoo... She did for her uh, single. Uh, for her new single, Seven Rings. And she thought it said seven rings, but it actually says um, barbecue girl. In Japanese. In Japanese. And it's on the palm of her hand. Yeah, it's on the inside palm of her hand, like underneath her index and middle finger. Why would you ever get a a tattoo there? That's a very weird place. And I bet it was painful. Oh, so painful. Or maybe ticklish. Who even knows? But like I've, because 
it was a thing in high school, me and my softball team, um, when we all graduated, we were going to get our softball numbers, like, on our, the inside of our ring, or our pointer finger. Yeah. And when we went to go look into it, they all were like, no, don't do it, because it come like, it'll rub off. Yeah, because. So I'm thinking, like, there's no way yeah. that's going to stay, because well, obviously s- you use the palm of your hand. Yeah, well, they say, like, the extremities, like, your toes, your yeah. feet, your hands, and your fingers, those are, like, the hardest places to have tattoos, because, the skin there replaces so frequently. Yeah, so I'm like, there's no way that that's going to be there very long. But then, like, even if you look at pictures, yeah, I was looking at pictures just to see what it looks like, but it's crazy. Like, um, I was seeing on Instagram, like, she posted a picture of it, and someone commented, like, your hand looks plastic. And I think it's because her hand's so swollen from it. Yeah, probably. Like, it's pretty... And then she goes back to get it fixed, Mm -hmm. and now... Apparently, I i mean, obviously, I don't read Japanese, yeah, me neither. but I read on a couple different sources that it says Japanese barbecue finger, and I was like, whoa, that's a little worse than the barbecue grill. Yeah. But we'll, but like, we'll, yeah, so my discussion question for this was like, what, would you ever get a tattoo in a different language? I mean... Like, I'm Cuban, so mm-hmm. I would maybe get one in Spanish, but yeah. obviously I would make sure I know what it means. Yeah. And, like, she's not Japanese, is she? I don't think so. I don't either. So, my mm-hmm. thing is, like, okay, I'm, like, there's a ton of people who get, like, tattoos in Japanese in different languages. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, why wouldn't you make sure it says what, like, yeah. like I feel like I'm going to check right now to see if, like, what it says on Google Translate, but, like, she had to have. Yeah. Like, just checked Google Translate or who knows, or trusted whoever was there. Yeah. But I could never. I mean, like, I am as white as it comes. Like, I'm Irish and Italian and Scottish. Like, I don't have any, t- and I don't really have any ties to, like, oh, I want to get something Italian, ri- like, written on my body. Would you say that it's what it, that it says? <laughs> Barbecue grill. But. I'm looking it up, seeing. Yeah, Google Translate's only works Google so hard. Google Translate's worse. Let's see what Seven Rings is in Google Translate. Maybe that's what she did yeah. Well, um, yeah, I just, for me, I don't think I would get a tattoo anytime soon. Okay, we're going to look at this because that's what Seven is. Yeah. Yeah, so, she definitely put it into Google Translate because, look, there's Seven. Yeah. Well, wrapping up this seven. discussion... I personally would never get anything in a different language on my body, but, I mean, you do you, girlfriend, and now, apparently, you've got Japanese barbecue finger on your hand, but if you think it says seven rings, you just go with that, because not a lot of people read Japanese here in America. Who's going to look at her? Not many people are going to see it, because it's on the freaking palm of her hand. Yeah. (laughs) So, at least it's hidden. So that wraps up Ariana Grande. So our next discussion point is going to be a little more serious. Um, I just want to talk about, like, the stigma around women watching, like, football, and especially the Super Bowl Sunday this Sunday, how we only watch it for the, like, Super Bowl commercials and the halftime show Maroon 5 is playing mm-hmm. this uh, this year. And I'm just, like, personally, I am a – huge Eagles fan like huge and I genuinely like watching football like that is one yeah, of my favorite I agree. sports I'm a Saints fan and I like watching football so like I that's watch- like that's one of my favorite thing like one of my favorite sports to watch is football mm-hmm. and like just like like game day Sunday like you got your food you got your nachos you got like 
sweet tea, you got everything, you got wings, pizza, like the whole nine. And then you've got football and you're hanging out with like your friends. And it's like this whole like social event, but also like I just love the game. Yeah. And like I get super into it. I mean, we watched, okay, listen, in our apartment, so me and Alex are roommates. And in our apartment, it was the Eagles versus Saints game. Yes. And uh, the Eagles tragically lost. And we didn't speak for a couple hours, but it's fine. Um, But like the two of us were like super into it. And like we had our friends around us. Yeah, like we like we went all out, bro. And like I had my Eagles beanie on, I had my sweatshirt, I had my shirt, I had like everything, I got my socks on. I had my Saints gear on. Yeah, like we were like decked out, ready to go, and we're like watching the game, and we've got like a bunch of like our guy friends around us just like chirping at us, and especially me, because they all of a sudden like are like, oh, they you're, were all, they were you're all an Eagles fan. They were all rooting for the Saints. Yeah, they were all rooting for the Saints, and yeah. then there I am. They're just like chirping at me. And they were, like, chirping at me in the first quarter when we were up by yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, were losing already. Yeah, I was like, what is up with that? I was like, why are you chirping me? Like, leave me alone. But, like, I just want to, like, girls can watch football, too. Yeah. You know? Like. I like watching football. I love football. And for me, like, the halftime show just adds to the whole Super Bowl yeah, ambiance. I, I will say that, like. It's just a know. part of the whole Certain Sunday. years of the Super Bowl, I will watch just for the halftime show if it's, like. Teams you don't like. Teams that I really don't like. So, like... Pats, for example. Yeah, Pats. Hate them. Like the Falcons. I hate the Falcons. If you listen to Peace Talks, you can listen about my hatred for the yeah, Pats and Tom Brady and Goodell on so that. So, it just depends. And then if I'm super... Bi- like, in high school, we always had softball tournaments during the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I would never watch I always the had Super Bowl and record it and wouldn't want to re- watch the whole game on recording. So, yeah. I would just watch the halftime show. But yeah, now that. that I don't have softball, I, I like watching it. Like, yeah. I like watching football. And it's like... I love Sunday night football. I love Monday night football. And it just adds, like, the Super Bowl is just a special Sunday night football. something to look forward to. Yeah. An excuse to eat a bunch of good food. So much good food. But I will say, I am excited about the Maroon 5 halftime show. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Adam Levine. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. And I do like the Super Bowl commercials. They do have some good ones. I actually have homework I have to do for the Super Bowl commercials (laughs) for one of my comm classes. (laughs) So, yeah. the commercials are fun. I like watching them. Yeah. So I think, like, oh, like the stigma is that women only focus on the commercials and the halftime show. But we like football, like, too. Well, I feel like nowadays a lot of women like football and, just as much as the guys do. And I feel like we're just being more vocal about it. Yeah. Because we finally feel like it's okay. Because, yeah. like, before we're like, oh, we're just women. We don't like football. We don't like sports or whatever. And, like, there are some women that don't. And there are some men that don't like sports. Yeah. But like, oh, yeah, oh Andre, our <laughs> one of our other uh, co-hosts on Peace Talks, he's a man, and you don't like football. I never liked football. Never liked it. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it though. He's an Eagles fan, ironically too. Is he really? I didn't know that. He's from, he's from Philly. Oh, my entire mom's side is from Philadelphia. Gosh. Ugh, I love Philly with all my heart. <laughs> but yeah. So, like, there are, like, men out there, there are women out there who don't like sports, and there are also a lot of women and a lot of men that do like sports. So I'm just, like, having that, like, conversation about, like, just breaking those stigmas and breaking those stereotypes needs to be had, and I'm glad that we have a place to have those convos here on Peace Pop. And we are missing Caitlin this week because she is driving her brother to the airport because she is a wonderful sister. She will be back next week. But she will be back next week, but for now... We're going to say yes. 
But before we say bye, okay. I do want to suggest something that me and Caitlin were talking about. Okay. Maybe doing, we do this for the peace talks. We were thinking maybe, sometimes we have hard times coming up with discussions yes. for Peace Pop just because there's a lot going on and we yeah. don't know what you guys want to hear. Yeah. So we will put a poll on the Peace Time social media and on our individual social medias yeah. about topics you guys want us to talk about next week. Yeah. And we'll take those into consideration so we can start to get new ideas yeah. in. And I know that we have some interest for, from some other students here at yes. Peace that want to be on the podcast. So, so this guests. is a shout out to everybody that wants to come on to Peace Pop. We are more like we are more than welcome to have you. Just let us know, email us, or contact us through uh, Peace Times Instagram DM us saying that oh I want to be on the podcast. So we know and like if you want to be on Peace Talks, you want to be on Peace Pop. You just let us know because we are so open and like welcome to anybody that wants to be on Peace Pop, Peace Talks, whatever. Even if you just want to be a special guest, you decide what you want to do, and we'll work with you. So. Until next time, I'm Bergen. And I'm Alex. So peace out.